The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. You may have heard that there are issues in Dublin Airport. Now, for once, the issues are not to do with queues and difficulty getting through security because they have flung resources at that like snuff at a wake and it seems to have largely fixed the problem. The difficulty they have is to do with parking because there is a limit to how much resource they can throw at something if they run out of spaces. And it looks like they're running out of spaces. Owen Corrie is with us. He's editor of Air and Travel magazine. Owen, Dublin Airport parking is full. Very much, Anton. Uh, there is a solution. Um, they could actually get the quad, the former Quick Park listeners would be familiar. Uh, on the Santry Road, there was a private parking facility which didn't survive the pandemic. Uh, Dublin Airport uh, are in a position to get that up and running pretty quickly. They haven't got the clearances to do so. There are trust issues about Dublin Airport effectively owning all the car parking facilities around the airport. And there are probably there's a few planning issues as well. But if those four and a half thousand, five thousand spaces are released, that those that big notice that's on the Dublin Airport website saying uh, we you can't book a car parking space, uh, that will probably go. And we are facing into the real rushes of summer uh, in a few weeks' time. And we've got about a hundred thousand people going through the airport. Uh, today and tomorrow, three about 350 flights landing and 350 taking off. But the whole uh, experience of the last seven, eight weeks since Easter has been that travel, uh, aviation is returning at a slightly faster rate than had been anticipated, Anton. And for for passengers who are intending to fly and who have gone on the website and been told that there is no room in the inn, what's your recommendation as a solution? Is there anywhere nearby that they can park? Uh, there isn't really. I mean, there are um, facilities that are, you know, that are not designed for um, airport parking, for long-term airport parking. Some of the hotels have facilities for people who book into the hotel, uh, into the hotel and stay overnight. It's quite which a lot of people do if they're travelling up from uh, a distance. All of those systems are under pressure, Anton. And um, you know, there's the, we saw last summer. Uh, where they uh, they blocked out the car parks and then a limited number of people arrived and took a ticket and were facilitated. But the real fear is that uh, our traffic levels are now ahead of where they were uh, last summer. And uh, it's really, the advice is try and use public transport. Public transport is back up and running as well. The last of the operators uh, coming into Dublin Airport, the airport hopper from Talon, from Minute, that's back up and running for a couple of months now. They weren't all running last summer. And of course, the bus air and air coach, um, CityLink, there are about nine operators in all. And they've, there is a, it is a problem if you've got a lot of luggage and you pay extra if you've got uh, more than two pieces of luggage on some of these services. It's not ideal, but it does expose once again that they, we are the only capital city in Europe that doesn't have a metro service. And I do remember, I'm old enough to have been assured at a press conference it would have been finished by 2008. The last date I heard, Anton, was 2030. It's certainly uh, showing up the lack of planning uh, for getting to and from the airport that has dogged uh, infrastructure, our our whole infrastructural uh, on the public side because the airport itself moved pretty wisely on infrastructure and things like terminals and runways. But getting to and from the airport is 
outside their control. Well, on that note, Deputy Martin Kenny is with us. He's Sinn Féin Party spokesperson on transport. In the absence of a reliable, not even a reliable, any rail link between the centre of the city and Dublin Airport, this is not like parking at a shopping centre. If somebody is using the airport, it is uh, one of the very few ways on and off the island. And the fact that they're unable to drive to it and put their car in the car park, it's a bit of a shambles, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a huge problem. Uh, thanks very much, Anton, for having me on this morning, first of all. Yeah, it is a huge problem. And we have, you know, thousands and thousands of people this time of year, uh, you know, going on holidays, going visiting people abroad, people coming in from abroad as well. Tourism is back up and going. Dublin Airport has, has is, is the main uh, international airport in the country. And we have huge volumes of people going through it, you know, as has been said, up to 100,000 a day at the moment. And that's likely to be the situation over the summer. So, you know, having this particular car parking issue, uh, I think, has, has, is, is a real problem and is going to get worse. And unfortunately, it may not be just for this summer. If it isn't resolved, it will be there, it'll be there next summer as well. Uh, the problem we have, as, as, as we mentioned, is, is the quick park service that is there. My understanding is actually 6,122 car parking spaces in it. And it was originally owned by uh, Gannon's, the, the, the big construction firm, Jerry Gannon, and his, his debts were taken over by NAMA, which meant his assets were taken over by NAMA. And they had control of it and have had for many years. And during that time, it was run by Quick Park as a car parking facility and worked very well. But when COVID came, they closed it down and haven't reopened it again, put it up for sale. The airport authority have offered to buy it and have a, a deal in place, but uh, the Competition and Consumer Protection Authority have to step in and affect that because we don't want a monopoly situation. That's the reason why they did so. Um, unfortunately, when you look at the history of, of the Consumer Protection Authority and how they do their work, and they do it very diligently and very well, but it takes quite a long time. It could take a year to even months for them to go through all of this process. So I, I think and the suggestion I've been making is that in the meantime, uh, they, they need to be leased by another car parking provider, which there are other car parking providers that have uh, facilities at the airport or near the airport, private ones, or by the airport authority itself. I'm not sure if that would work with the competition authority because they get potential purchaser. But there certainly needs to be a solution found to get those spaces open again. Um, from the point of view of, of the public, I mean, the public clearly need and demand and have a, have a huge need for to have a place to park their car when they go to the airport. But from, from a, a you know, a public service and indeed a proper point of view for government. Government owned NAMA. NAMA have this asset that's sitting there that's doing nothing that could make it an awful lot of money. I mean, if, if you take 6,000 car parking spaces uh, on an average of a 10 or a day, I think there's a lot of used to pay when you be parking in a long-term car park. You know, that's about 60,000 euro a day. You know, multiply that up by the, by the week, multiply that up by 10 weeks in, in over the summer. You know, it's a huge amount of money. Now, I know there's costs, you have to have, have the, the buses to bring people into it from the, the terminal and you have to have security and all of that but I mean it is, it is a potential for NAMA for to make profit from this asset that they are sitting there while the Consumer Protection Authority goes through the, the, the issues that need to be looked at but the, um, the problem we have here is that there seems to be no energy in NAMA for to try and change this or to do anything else other than to wait it out until the sale is finished and that, that's the problem and, and I think you know the maximum pressure 
certainly it needs to come from government and come from the minister. Gotcha. Martin and Kenny, the, Ma- Martin, sorry, just the line isn't great there, Martin, on your phone. That's Deputy Martin Kenny, Sinn Féin um, party spokesperson on transport. Uh, Owen Curry, just before I let you go, it's been reported this morning that there's significant British Airways problems in Heathrow. 175 flights cancelled, 20,000 passengers uh, affected. First of all, um, do we know what the issue is? And secondly, is it likely to have a knock-on effect on any flights in and out of Dublin? It's, uh, Dublin hasn't been affected, but about 10% of the Heathrow flights are. IT issue, it's been dogging them for a while. It's been running since Thursday. They still haven't got to the root of it, and uh, where it really affects. Uh, they, they've tried to limit the long-haul flights that would be uh, a lot of people connect through Heathrow. Uh, Irish people go, can expect that the, the key destinations, the transatlantic destinations that uh, British Airways operates over 30 of, uh, they're going to hold on. But some of the European and domestic flights have been affected. As I said, Dublin not affected, but it's an ongoing issue for um, British Airways and, and it's not the first time they've run into this sort of IT uh, problems. Owen, thank you very much. That's Owen Curry, editor of Air and Travel magazine. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.